previously on Box Cutters. I was so hungover. And he said, you know what the best thing is for that? Bloody Mary. How many? Well, I had a Bloody Mary and then I had a shot of Lagavulin and then I had a Martini. And then I felt better. Mm. And you're back. And then I was back. Ready, please, Mr. Music. Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 301. Ready, please, that's a bit disappointing. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Dave Lawson. Good evening, guys. To my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. And sitting, let's say directly across from me, which has never been a direction before. Never been a direction box cutters before. But now, sitting directly across from me, Michael Noodles newbie, just known as Noodles around Mm -hmm. town, or Noodles sometimes, is our first ever box cutters South by Southwest donor to appear... On the show, welcome, Noodles. Thank you very much. It's always great having a live audience. (laughs) (laughs) So, Noodles, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. You're you're from Perth, Mm -hmm. uh, but what TV do you like? Because saying you're from Perth, like pretty much everyone knows exactly what you like from that. Just, just bam, you're from Perth. Great, you're cool. Uh, But what what TV do you like? I really, really like sci-fi. Yep. But I'll sit down and watch almost anything except sport and drama. Right. So I guess it doesn't leave too much. (laughs) No. No, so really that's just sci-fi and Dr. Harry. I don't like Dr. Harry. Right. So that's just sci-fi. Yeah. And the news. What about reality? No, don't no, reality. no reality TV? No. Occasionally, if I'm really, really bored, I'll... I will i do not watch normal TV, so I have to actually go and download it. And that just takes effort for something that I don't really like. Uh, what is your... What, what's your favourite sci-fi show of all time? Babylon 5. Really? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. How do you watch TV mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're at home? Uh, using my computer. Yep. Um, if it's something that me and my housemate both enjoy, I will... Watch it on the TV together, um, but because we work different hours, it doesn't happen too often. So it's mainly just on the computer and chatting to friends on IRC or Twitter while doing that. And uh, so just just the one screen, you've got it as a as a small window in the in the one screen, and you've got multiple screens. I've got screens going on. I've got three screens. <laughs> three screens. I got three screens. Laptop and uh, two on the two on the computer. <gasps> Three screens. That's that, that's a. Uh, I still have a CRT television. That's, uh, it, it's true. Coming up later. It, thank you. Firstly, thank you so much oh, for, for for donating and helping us get to to Austin. Uh, had a, a, a great time. Met some really interesting uh, people. Some some great television people. And saw some uh, some really interesting things about the television industry as well as uh, as well as getting to do the show. So. Uh, thank you, and I'm not going to repeat that every time we have uh, one of our donors in. Uh, right. So just everyone else, assume that's for you too. Well, I've been enjoying the show for so many years, I figured it's the least I could do. Oh, it's great. it's really, really lovely of you. So you get all our jokes. Yeah. Are you excited to be on the video podcast? That's I am. I've, I've been waiting for that. 
Noodles. Yeah, there's, 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 noodles. It's a speaker. It's just, it's just a speaker. It's this is what I keep telling you, Dave. <laughs> I can see it. I can, it's no. It's just. A, there's no camera in it. There's even a red it's light not, that's telling us that it's on. No, that's just means the microphones are on. Coming up later on in this episode of Box Cutters, we have some crap TV. Got one thing. We're going to talk about House of Lies. The uh, the the US uh, Showtime series. House of Pies. No, was... my brother's in that. Yeah, yeah. Your brother Josh Lawson mm-hmm. is uh, yeah. is is in that. It's how how does it feel to have a a, a rich brother? Um, I'm assuming he's rich because he's on TV. Well, he's not. He, yeah, <laughs> but no. you used to be on TV, and therefore you yeah. were rich. Yeah, now I'm on the internet. Now you're on the internet, and you are so yeah, poor. It's costing, it's costing me. Uh, no, he, he's not my actual brother. We're not brothers, but we've got the same surname. But I tell people we're brothers depending on how well his series is going. I tell people that I told people that you were brothers. Yeah, go uh, for cause, it. Because uh, House of Lies yeah. finished, and it's it's the first US series he's done that actually finished its first run. Yeah. Uh, so bravo to that. Well done. Yeah. Muzzle tops to your family. <laughs> I'll uh, pass it on. Yeah, please do. <laughs> please do. So we're, we're going to talk about that series uh, later on. Uh, Noodles will come back uh, during pork to uh, basically tell us whether or not he enjoyed the experience and uh, and recommend it or not to other people. Going to kick things off with the box cutters news. I just realised, Brett, that uh, as I was writing out these these news items, the ones that I find most interesting are probably also the ones that are most boring for for people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm glad we have an audience member in the studio to actually tell us whether or not uh, whether or not these these things are boring. Feel free to be the the uh, the chorus to boo. Yeah, noodles. Noodles. Do do you do you find oh Game of Thrones style? Yeah. Um, can, can I boo as well? You're free to boo any time you <laughs> okay, want, great. Dave Lawson. Yes. We'll boo. No, no, you don't have to boo. You can oh, actually cover okay, the talk. Okay. You can contribute. All right, but I'm allowed to boo. <laughs> You're co-host. Yeah, Come okay. on. Okay. <laughs> Ten network holdings posted a boo. 70%... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A 70% drop in profit to the half year, with the 10 CEO citing... Soft advertising markets in the six months leading up to February 29. Uh, yeah. So n- now they're struggling to create a lineup of programs for the post-Olympics market. So everyone's just, oh, I'm not doing anything until the Olympics happens. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of just left everything. So we've got two months of dead air from, from like the, the just after Easter ratings started last night. Yep. The Logies, uh, the blocks on tonight, the voice... Yeah, voice started oh, last yeah. night as well on Channel Nine, uh, which apparently everyone said was really good. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, it's good. I, I didn't see it, but I did see uh, part of the end of the Logies, and that wasn't. That's the most Logies news you're going to get as well. Uh, they uh, so yeah, so this, so the voice started last Sunday night. Uh, rating started, and yes, then there's going to be a bunch of dead air between now the Olympics and is June. June. Uh, now until the Olympics, then when the Olympics is over, everyone's going to start getting uh, exciting programming up again. And so Ch- Channel Ten have uh, have a bunch of 
programs that they're waiting to launch until after the Olympics. Are you, you're continually looking over to Noodles to I'm see if he's interested. What he's thinking. He's, he seems interested. He's, he's, he's interested. sitting back. He's listening. This is the perfect time, I reckon, for, for Channel 10 to, to <laughs> stick in a late night kind of low-key chat show, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, like a uh, like budget. Dunning dun yeah. someone's shed. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like that idea. idea. I don't know where they'd so, find someone to... spoken to Lockie about I don't, it? I don't know where they'd find someone to host that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, oh, Lucky Dado. You're thinking Lucky Dado. That that that'd be good. Uh, so, Boo. I I look at I look at Channel Ten and what they were doing five years ago, and remember they were doing great work. They had some really interesting programming going. Mm-hmm. MasterChef first series of MasterChef was was great, mm-hmm. yeah. and they uh, and Kids and they town. launched and they launched the project, or then it was the the seven pm project. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were doing some. Interesting things and and really taking some some risks. The circle with what they were doing. They started with the circle. Lots of things that mm. they were doing last uh, about five years ago. They were coming up with new solutions to old problems, and it was something that Ten was doing, and nobody else in the free to wear commercials were was even coming close to. And then, in between then and now. TV has changed a lot. The government regulations have forced uh, digital multi-channeling and uh, bandwidth has, has become cheaper for people so they can get a lot more entertainment via, via the internet. And they Channel 10 find themselves in a, a place where they have a bunch of new problems and they seem to try to be solving them with old solutions. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, we're blaming... We're blaming our, our drop in profits. It's not, it's not even a lot. It is a drop in profits. Yeah. And it's, on it's, it's a bit weaselly to say, oh, it's the market's soft because Channel 10 have dropped more than the other stations have. They're, they're down to 25%, whereas they should be down to 30%. It still have 33% of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the, so the network has dropped a lot more than, than everyone else has, but also everyone else has dropped. And it's not because... We're in some kind of slump that the networks are necessarily going to get out of very quickly. I think this is. I mean, if you, five years ago, Can West owned Channel Ten. Yes. If you look at uh, the thing that John and I went to last year at, Ch- at Channel Nine, selling advertising, selling advertising, and seeing how how desperate and how difficult it was to actually sell advertising, advertising time on television. Uh. I wonder if Channel Ten need that that old thought of let's try to ta- tackle this problem from from another direction, because the the arguments that they're coming up with, da- uh, David Mott came out with a, a bunch of shows, and they're all reality programming. They're all stuff that Noodles just wouldn't care about. Uh, you watch any Channel Ten Noodles? Uh, no, not really. No, most of the stuff that I guess comes on Channel Ten, I've probably already seen it several months Be- ago because it. Accidentally happened on your computer. Yeah, just, yeah. I, I just hate it when that happens. Sometimes you wake up and it's there. It's, mm. You can't fight that. <laughs> you can't fight that. So I, I don't know. I, I think Channel Ten. I, I think there's actually a problem across the board. Uh, Australian, uh, no, no. Australian networks are still looking for old problem, old, old solutions to new problems. So that that's the news. That was. Um, we've got more news stories. More news stories. Okay, more news stories. Was that noo- noodles? That was, that was, it ended up okay. So, oh, okay, started a bit slow. Started a bit slow, but ended up okay. Yep. So, noodles, you'll be happy with this that uh, we're not we're we're going to stop seeing uh, sports on free to air TV. All sports. All sports. Well, 
if if the uh, the sports organisations themselves get their own way. In who do they think they're fooling? News: uh, the the major major sporting codes told a parliamentary inquiry last week that they wanted to see an end to the anti siphoning laws, saying that the laws were anti competitive, uh, but sports were unlikely to end up exclusively on pay TV. Yeah. That's, that's really it. <laughs> we promise. Trust us. We, we promise. Like, we're not saying it'll never happen, but it would have to be an extraordinary day. I, I think the, uh, the COO... Extraordinary for them taking the, their money. Yeah, the COO of, uh, of the AFL actually said it would have to be an extraordinary day. Mm. Of course it'd be ex- an extraordinary day because it's a windfall. This is, this is what I don't understand about this. Like, who do they think they are fooling, Brett? Because they're saying... Oh, no, no, we wouldn't go to pay TV. We wouldn't go to pay TV, but it's anti-competitive to not allow pay TV to bid. So what they're saying is they would allow pay TV uh, into the mix so that they could bid Mm. to artificially bump up the price that free-to-air is going to have to pay in the long Mm. run. That's another benefit, yes. Yeah. It's a (laughs) win-win. It's so ridiculous. Remember when sport used to be about sport? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not anymore, is it? <laughs> it hasn't been for for a long, a long I'm, time. I'm glad I could let go of my my sentimentality for the AFL on free to wear TV about a year ago. Well, you know, if you sign up with Optus, you can uh, <laughs> sign up with who? Ah, with Optus Phone. With, yeah, Optus Phone. Broadband. Yeah. Broadband. Yep, yep. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, no bro- I thought you were talking about Optus Vision. No. <laughs> <laughs> Optus Vision. I had them. I had Optus Vision. It was really good. They had community broadcasters on. It there. was. It was really good. They had, uh, remember Public C7. Access. Remember C7. Mm. C7 had great foot. Like their footy coverage was fantastic, uh, and uh, and a lot of people actually bought Optus for for C7, and then uh, Foxtel screwed them and screwed the AFL. But short memories, whatever. Mm. What they are you going to do? They should have got sued. Uh, Noodles didn't like that one because it was about sport. No, sorry. Next, what's next? Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just trying to uh, get my source right on uh, on this story, which is uh, th- there are rumours this week about a propose a proposal by Greg Daniels, uh, creator of The Office and King of the Hill, to NBC uh, for a reboot of The Office with new characters and some old ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, B J Novak, Jenna Fisher, and John Krasinski, uh, all of them oh, have Jim Pam and. I can't think what his name is no. uh, in the series. Um, who was always listed as one of the creators? He's, he's, uh, no, he's one of the producers and uh, and uh, a writer. Um, because uh, Dwight's gone off to his spin-off show, yeah? Uh, yes. So, so Dwight's gone off to a spin-off show. This is from uh, Deadline TV. Uh, the uh, rumours were told to the reporter, uh, Nellie Andreeva. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be called The Office? Well, yeah, this is the thing. They're, they're talking about it being The Office or The Office 2.0, which just is just reminds me of that Vegemite thing. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I hear 2.0 now, I just think of, of bad Vegemite yeah. spin-offs. Uh, this has not worked a lot in, in the past. So, sorry. So those three people who, who I mentioned earlier, uh, their contracts are, are due for renewal at the end of this season. As well as Ed Helms. Uh, no, I think uh, Ed Helms is just too famous. Well, or, there's The Hangover 2 that yeah. Yes, yeah, he's, he's taken off. Yeah, yeah, The, the um, Hangover 2. Everyone loved that movie. Uh, but it made heaps of money. I know. This is what I don't understand. 
I don't know anyone who liked it, but I know lots of people who saw it. Why? Face tat. <sighs> yeah. Uh, the uh, so, so a, a partial character reissue of a, a, of a sitcom. It hasn't it hasn't happened a lot, uh, but when it has happened, it's. Cheers! Did Cheers do that? Cheers did that, didn't they? Cheers did. Cheers did that over time, not all at one, not all yeah. at once. So Shelley Long left. Uh, Coach died. Uh, so Woody Harrelson came on, and uh, Kirstie Alley came on, yeah. uh, and then and Fraser also came on as as a new character. So they added more characters as well as uh, replacing some of them. But it was it was over time. Mm. Uh, and oh, this is in one fell swoop. In one fell swoop, they, they were yeah. just they were just hence the brief. reboot. So it'll probably not be as located in the office. I don't know. They're, all, all they're saying is that uh, Greg Daniels is going to meet with NBC and, and try and pitch them this this idea in news that will interest a lot of people, which is why I've left it until last. Mm-hmm. HBO uh, announced that the first episodes of a couple of their shows, Girls and Veep going to be available uh, the first episode is going to be available for free online for a week have you heard any buzz about girls they had uh, the they had bicycles they had bicycles in Austin previous screenings of it in Austin when we were there well um, and, and, and bicycles so and, uh, what's girls taught uh, this is this is a, a, a series uh, just about girls in their 20s the pat description was six in the city for 20 somethings okay okay yeah so, yeah young Young women getting it on instead of slightly older women getting it on. Yeah, all right. Okay, sounds interesting. That's it. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. But they were promoting it with bicycles. You could hire a bicycle for free. Mm. But it had girls on it. <laughs> Riding just, it already? <laughs> no, just the words. Just the words. Okay. Girls. Okay. HBO girls. People go. What's with that girls bike? Why are you riding a girl's bike? And uh, something that uh, is bound to be massive with Julia Louis-Dreyfus in there. Uh, yeah, uh, Veep. Old Christine. Veep. Uh, not clear if it's a comedy. She's uh, playing the vice president. Yes. Uh, and uh, and oh, all the hilarity that ensues. I don't know. It's, it's not clear if it's a, if it's a comedy or, or a drama. Veep. Apparently um, she doesn't have a good time. The wackiness that ensues from that. Uh, so they'll uh, they'll be available from uh, the sixteenth of uh, of April, uh, and you'll probably need Brett's special fancy. Uh, I don't know which people prefer these days. There are so many good IP blockers. So this is a, a, do, do you know about Brett's special fancy, Dave? Hang on, IP blockers. What are you talking about? So when you are outside of the US, it's very difficult to watch US content. Right. Of course. Yep. Uh, so HBO is making uh, these episodes available on the HBO.com uh, website, but also on YouTube and uh, a couple of other... Everyone can see it. Every, everyone can see it, but those things can still be blocked for international IP addresses. Right. Uh, an IP address is something that uh, can identify your location mm-hmm. uh, basically right up until the actual computer that you're working on. Okay, right. Although no one really knows exactly. But they, they can work out what city you're in at, at the very least. Right. So you can get something which blocks that. Which which blocks that or... But tells the server you're from somewhere else. Yeah, so it can spoof it and pretend that you are from the US. You've heard about these things, Noodles? I used to work for an IT company. 
Uh-huh. Iron it. So. Oh, right. Mm. They're, uh, they're based out of Perth. Yep. What, the, the blockers? No, Iron it. Oh, okay. So the blockers, it's not a box that goes on your computer. It's just a... No. No, 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 no. It's, no, it's, no, a, way it's a bit of software. It's a, it's a little bit of software or a website that you go Should to. I'll talk to you about this after. This is... Anyway, so... This sounds so pretty illegal, what we're are, talking it's, about. It's not illegal to do, to do that. It's That's it is illegal. breaking, it is breaking the it is breaking U.S. copyright law, but not Australian, not Australian copyright law. So you're fine. What are they going to do? But so is torrenting. That that being said, I'm no lawyer. Noodles, are you a lawyer? No, sorry. <laughs> okay. And that is the box cutters news. Three hundred and ten million people in the U.S. alone. That amounts to billions of decisions every day. What jeans to wear, what bank to trust, what coffee to order, what phone to buy. And like it or not, we have a hand in all of it. While you sleep, while you work, while you play, we keep America running like clockwork. We're the secret handshake, the wizards of Oz, the hand up your skirt when no one's looking. We keep big business in business by telling them what they need, when they need it. Truth? We're just stealing their watch to tell them the time. I want more. And they're paying us millions for the favor. I want more and more and more and more. More and more and more and more. Marty Khan is a genius management consultant. Marty Khan works surrounded by a team of brilliant, good-looking MBAs. Marty loves making lots of money, suckling at the teat of corporate American bad guys, taking lots of their money and locking in future invoices. If there's one thing Marty loves more than screwing big business, it's screwing the ladies. But we get to see it all. (laughs) You make this sound like a wacky Pit City High 1980s hot dog the movie. Uh, this is House of Lies. The, uh, the the production is polished and it jumps right into some uh, technically impressive freeze shots where Marty explains to us, breaking the fourth wall, uh, it gives us a bit of a, um, a, a bit of a management consultancy 101 kind of lesson. All of this is complicated by a semi-psychotic ex-wife and a, a young son. Roscoe, who's waiting for the world to come to terms with his ambiguous sexuality while he camps it up like a baby RuPaul. House of Lies stars Don Cheadle as Marty Khan, Kristen Bell, Ben Schwartz, and uh, Dave's brother, Josh Lawson. Josh Lawson. Joshy boy. As his support team and some regular appearances from Greg German, who you might know from Ellie McBeal, oh, yes. um, and Richard Schiff. Uh, who's I'm I'm very to- much enjoying to- to- Toby from uh, West Wing. This is uh, co-created by Don Cheadle. Oh. Uh, is is my understanding? He's he is a, a, a big hand in it, uh, and it is very much a vehicle for for him. He's he's always been a side player uh, in in Hollywood. Uh, he was in the Ocean's Eleven films and. Uh, I think he's, he's been known, but never really made a huge name for himself. And this is uh, this is a, a big starring role, and it is. You say, say in that introduction, Brett, it, that it's a uh, a very polished mm-hmm. piece, and it does look fantastic. Uh, Thirteen episodes in the uh, in in the first series, I believe, uh, and they've really they they've planned it out really well. Uh, it's it's a Showtime production, 
but it doesn't have the same kind of Showtime stink that so many other Showtime productions have, like Nurse Jackie and the the things that are almost great, mm-hmm. uh, Dexter. There are lots of things on Showtime that are almost great. Uh, House of Lies really comes to, to the fore for me. I think the, the writing is really good. I think the acting is excellent. I do have... An issue, and this this is a thing that's coming up in in a lot of TV shows at the moment. And uh, I read an article in the New Yorker uh, about it, where you have the kind of douchebag asshole central character. Uh, you've got it in Archer. Uh, you've uh, you've got it in, for, in playing it for laughs, though. In yeah, but p- playing it for is laughs that, in is Archer. Is that generally how, how you're imagining the douchebag arsehole? And generally generally it is, and that's... Uh, but also uh, Kenny Powers is is very similar. Sometimes playing it for laughs and sometimes playing it for drama. Mm-hmm. And this idea that you could have a, a douchebag arsehole who you actually get behind and, and start barracking for and, and you really want their success. And House of Lies is full of terrible people. Mm-hmm. There are two sympathetic characters in in the whole in the whole show, uh, and they are Roscoe, uh, Don Cheadle's son, and uh, and Don Cheadle's dad. They are the only sympathetic characters in the whole show. Everybody else is horrible to everybody else, and everybody is out to screw somebody. And yet, so ordinarily, with a show like that. I would find it abhorrent. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, from from your starting premise, you, you're talking about management consultants going in and and just sucking out as much cash as they can. Yeah. So, so and, to make and providing as little value to make as, to as make possible. any of that team likable is is quite an achievement. Josh Lawson does a great job. Yes, I mean, his characters. Jo- Josh Lawson. Josh, Josh Lawson is excellent. They're all really mm. good. They all do really great acting work, and I think that's because they are all terrible characters like just as as far as people go but they get a charm across that makes you not mind hanging out with them for half an hour do you um do you like the freeze frame that they that they use in it sort of stops i've seen i was looking at it closely i reckon there's a couple where everyone just freezes yep and there's a couple where you, i couldn't work out how they'd done it because there's some where everyone like the freezes keys are in the middle of the air or yeah then there's but I saw one where it looked like I could almost see people sort of sh- their hands shaking a little bit trying to hold that freeze. I don't like it because and what it, he just turns to camera and says, "This is what I'm talking about." Blah blah blah. You know, this is what this means. It's distracting. Like, and there's it's... there's one where he starts pulling out cards and doing a sort of 101 for management. What is it? Consultancy. Yeah, re- really early on, he he does that. He does a lot of explaining what's going uh, on. I reckon I don't think that's going to last. Well, it keeps happening. It keeps happening throughout the entire season. Yeah. And at first I found it really distracting, really, really distracting. Uh, and and then you kind of get used to it after a while, don't you, Brett? Mm. You, mm. You just, have you I seen enjoyed that? it from the outset. Right. You liked it. Yeah. Well, yeah. they did that in Sex and the City. Sarah Jessica Parker used to talk to the camera and that, that stopped. Yeah, that was, and they used to do the Vox Pops as well at the start of Sex and the That's City. That's right, yeah. Uh, but this, is, this, this freezing it is, uh, is something that... Uh, they do like they did it in it's a wonderful life the the freeze and let's talk about what's happening d- down there 
And so it's, it is a very old technique and I've never liked it because I'm very much about the uh, being sucked into the story. Mm. And this this takes me... It breaks the fourth wall. Out so of the story. Yeah. And now that I talk about that, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that is the thing that means I don't mind watching these people because I'm not emotionally invested in them because I'm not watching them hoping for them to succeed. I'm watching them knowing that they are not a part of my regular life. So maybe that's the that's the purpose that that serves, Dave. Yeah, I just I'm, I'm not interested in what he's got to say when they freeze about what is it, management the management consulting. It's it's always he's always got facts about that and it doesn't doesn't interest me at all and it's, and it does take me out of the scene they're in, mm. which I'd like it just to continue because they're all great performances. I think in it, Don Cheadle's great, um, but I yeah I enjoyed it and I think I probably will watch watch a few more. Is it is there also the possibility that the people that we're following, Khan and uh, and and his crew, yeah, are they the least despicable people, or are they only the least despicable people because we see the the backstory of of what they're doing? Do, do we do we like them because they are the least despicable people in a despicable world? I think they're the most, and that's why Marty Khan's so good at, at his job. It, it's it's a really fun. I, I would watch a second season as as well. Uh, has it been renewed? Uh, I, I think it has been renewed. Oh, good. Uh, and Kristen Bell, who I can just watch in anything mm-hmm. at at all. Like she's she's great, and she's working a lot at the moment. She's also doing the uh, the the voice of uh, an, a character on. Unsupervised, uh, which is a, a cartoon that we'll talk about in future weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the moment, though, that's House of Ice. So Brett, you're gonna you're gonna watch the the rest of it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Dave, you're gonna you're gonna yeah, I'll watch watching? the rest. No, Noodles, you obviously loved it too. You, yeah, I was hooked from episode one. I don't know why. Yeah. I just really really enjoyed it. It's yeah. sexy. It's fun. Looks good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll um and not sci-fi noodles. No, yeah, it's not sci-fi. sci-fi. No, no, not yet. <laughs> what? what? What happens? What happens? The mask comes off. Special is it set on podcast. a spaceship? That's, is it, maybe that's maybe that's they're it's a completely a different race comes. of people, and that's why they're uh, that's why they're they're so horrible. So they're from another a planet. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll um, if I can get my hands on another couple of eps, I'll I'll watch a few more. I think uh, I think someone will be able to hook you up. Okay. Are you one of those that follows follows the Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and go down on you. Something that uh, has been on the tally quite a bit uh, during our hiatus since we've been uh, coming back from jet lag from Austin is uh, this. So we've got the money shot of the product, the Jim Beam and Cola at the end of the uh, the ad there. So let, 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 these let, guys are... Wait, 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 wait. I feel hung, hung are, are over you, just looking at that. 
are you de- are you describing what's are you about to describe what's going on? Because because people have no idea. Describe for us. All right, so it starts it starts off a man on a balcony uh, starts calling out the first call that you hear. Then a taxi driver comes out of his taxi and starts yodeling. Then uh, a woman in the street starts uh, starts doing the ay 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 ay, and then uh, and then a man near a soccer field at night starts doing werewolf calls. And then they mix all of that together, and then they start. Uh, it's close ups of. Uh, of these guys doing these weird calls, uh, and then there are shots of about five Jim Beam and cola cans that uh, just burst open. Mm. The end, and that's when the uh, the I could so be an ad man with that pitch. That's so good. That's such a great pitch. That is the dumbest. That is, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Is there a, is there a tag at the end of that? No, that's, it's, that's there's it. no. It just shows the cans, the dance music comes. So in. there's no. Jim Beam and Cola, it's what people are calling out for. There's nothing like that. No. When I first saw this, I, I, I thought there was some sort of a good idea here with these people sort of almost like a mating call, putting that out there to the, to the other people. But then it's just, it turns into nothing at all. It's just this, it's, it is stupid. I'm, it's, I'm not going to, I didn't buy that stuff anyway because you, you, you just buy a bottle of Jim Beam and a bottle of Cola and mix it yourself. And 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 but this this is in that's a can. Not, that's not what the kids can, do. Can you get it in a can? Can you get it like? Can you buy that and then put it into a can? <laughs> you could if you if you want. Here's what you could do. If people are listening out there and they want to, you could just buy a can of Coke. Yeah. Take a few sips out of it. Put a little Jim Beam in it. And it's probably a lot cheaper. Kids, that's that's good for kids. That's good for kids who who want to like look like they're drinking Coke but are really drinking Jim Beam. That's good for them. I don't understand, Dave. It's great for underage drinking. It's like not good for underage drinking. Your son, your son, you'd let him do that. Just pour a little bit yeah, of gin yeah, beam yes, into a yeah, coke Yeah, but he's, he's a year old. Not, yeah. not when he's six months old. No. <laughs> no, he's got to be old enough to be able to hold the can. Yeah, he can hold the can. He could He could put it in a sippy cup. Yeah, you could, yeah mix a little bit a little bit of gin beam. A mag mag. Have you got a mag mag for him? A mag mag cup? He likes Red Bull, though. Oh, does he? he like the Red, Red Bull yeah. and vodka? Yeah. Red Bull and vodka. Kid. Red Bull over the V. He can't, he can't talk, but he just points at the... At the Red Bull can, and then you go, all right, I'll give you a, I'll <laughs> yeah. give you a can. Has, has he got the taste for the Jägermeister? Uh, no, because he, he doesn't like Jägermeister. Ah. I've tried really? it, mate. I've given him, I've said. Well, he, I mean, he's a lot of he's not go, growing up in the 90s, Brett. What, I know. Don't you tell him, look, it's the end of the night. A lot of people are going to disagree with my it's parenting on this, uh, giving a, like an 11 month old. Um, alcohol and Who? caffeine. Who's going to disagree? No, they're only going to people dis- roll their eyes, it's, especially if you you know you're in a cafe or a restaurant and you start dealing him out shots and people like. It's not like you're cutting. you're cutting up lines for him. No, I know, I know. I'm just giving him, and I'm not even getting him. He's not getting drunk. No, he's just he's getting happy. It's just a little bit, just a little yeah. bit, a little bit happy. And then you what? You give him five bucks, let him play on the on the pokies. Yeah, and he's fine. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it's the the flashing lights entertain him. People are so. Oh no, it's just, it's just it's, what is it? What is it? What do you call that? Political correctness gone mad. Political correctness yes. gone mad. When you can't feed baby alcohol, and then yeah. and then just. Bolter should on. write a, a column about it. <laughs> my point about this. I, I've, I've, oh, do you have a I, point? Can I, I just say I've never this. given my child alcohol, please, just in case someone <laughs> before someone knocks on my door and he's taken off me because I'm giving him Red Bull and alcohol. It's just yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not giving him. You're not just giving him Red Bull, and nobody's strangling. I'm ferrets. not mixing his drinks. You're not mixing just, his let's drinks. Let's just say <laughs> That's, before someone takes him off, me, it's not. I'm giving him straight, straight. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mixing it before you come. But still, and he likes try and take him off me. He likes the rattle sound of the the ice in the cocktail shaker. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? 
He can make he, he can mix his own. He makes so it a little bit strong though. You were, you were trying to pretend that you were a good parent, and then I've just gone back into. <laughs> I, I just wasn't sure. I don't. Yeah. I don't want him taken off me. I'm, I'm responsible. You 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 are responsible. I'm a responsible server of alcohol. Too. You never let him drive. <laughs> to, to you you never let him, you never let him you never let him put his. Oh no, he drives. What are they going to do? Take his license off him? <laughs> he doesn't have one. See, if I had a child, if I had a child, yeah. I would take the teething keys away from him before he started drinking. That was yeah. a joke about teething keys. I thought it was great. Because I, I, I don't. I don't give him alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of pot now and then, but not, not alcohol. They can all say that you're lying. In a vaporizer. No, in a little no, vaporizer. On the, on the live video feed. My point. Brent, yeah, what is, what, is your, what is your point? These what? people are all at the start of the night. They haven't even had a drink yet. And One they're of already a taxi behaving driver. like fucktars. No, it's not, actually the, <laughs> it's not actually the driver. It's somebody getting out of the passenger seat of the taxi. Um, Jim Beam, there's no need to encourage this idiocy. I, I so don't buy it. Cut! That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. Uh, so this is Crap TV. Brett, are you just going to say, because this is what I would do. In Crap TV, the Logies. Okay. No. No, that, that, and then and just end the segment there. As uh, as long term listeners will know, uh, there was one year that I actually stood at the red carpet for the yes. Logies, um, and and yeah, I I think it was a fate worse than a fate worse than death, and I I just can't go near anything uh, that's Logies associated anymore. I I haven't seen a moment of of the Logies since doing that uh, that little exercise. So, no, it's not the Logies because we all expect the Logies to be shit don't it's we? It's true. It's true. What's your uh, crap TV? What have the networks done? What's going on? Uh, on Friday night, Channel 11, which is uh, just one up from Channel 10, was screening Napoleon Dynamite. The movie or the cartoon series? The movie. Okay. Uh, so, the, the full movie there. And, and, and credit to them. They played uh, the entire uh, credits without anybody talking over it. No cross promotion, no tiny little screens so that they could have great big really? or something else. Yeah, that's what they do on those, you know, on those digital side channels now. They, they, do, they do proper credits. Proper credits. Right. Um, not even a voiceover for what's coming up next. Um, and then it got to the end of the credits roll and upfaded. Craig Ferguson talking to a green-haired lady from the audience. Hang on a minute. Napoleon Dynamite was uh, the the hit of the Sundance Festival of uh, around about 2003, I mm. think it was. Mm-hmm. And then it got picked up for distribution uh, by a company with a lot of money. And they threw more than the entire budget of the movie at Promotion. an extra scene. Oh, did they? An extra scene at the end of the movie after the credits. Did they? Channel 10 cut out. No, 11. Channel 11 cut out more than half the budget of that film. Right. Does that extra scene make the film good? Is that your commentary on Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. Yes. Yeah, makes it fantastic. I've seen the movie. Which extra scene is it? Yes, yes, with the horse. Ah. I don't even remember that. Maybe I didn't watch until the end of the credits. Maybe. Because I didn't like it. Did you make it. it to the credits? I made it to the credits. Oh, you didn't like it. I wanted no, to see if there was like, like some kind of denouement you or something. You have to like everything. 
It's true. I don't. That's. I'm just saying. It's Napoleon Dynamite is a is is a, a weird film. It's uh, when Netflix were trying to uh, to perfect their that buzz is terrible. Uh, when Netflix were trying to perfect their algorithm, Napoleon Dynamite was one of the ones that would throw it out continuously because there was no way to gauge whether or not somebody would actually like Napoleon Dynamite. So that's a, really? it's a yeah, it's a really good test. What's happened to John Hedder? He's who played Napoleon Dynamite. He was in. That ice skating movie, yeah. wasn't he? Has he done anything else apart from that? I don't, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I don't. I don't read Napoleon Dynamite Weekly. You should. That's uh, maybe I'd find out about that extra scene. Well, I suppose you, you, you don't have to read everything. You ever do. So you're saying Eleven ended the the film too quickly? Yes. Well, they they cut out the uh, a, a crucial. Pivotal scene. Mm. Is it? Is it really? Is but it? They, a, it's they a spent pivotal... more money on that one last scene mm. than on the entire, yeah, but do, entirety of the, rest it, of the movie. Does it add anything to the story of the movie? Wraps Excitement it, wraps it up a bit. Yeah, it does definitely. Yeah, because I understand like uh, being upset uh, at the end of uh, like Iron Man, the end of Iron Man, and then uh, and then you see uh, what's his name from Shield uh, come in, and uh, if, if you stay at the end of the Samuel credits, Jackson, yeah. From Shield, yep. uh, the like that I, I understand. Well, that that is actually pivotal to the uh, entire arc of the Marvel World films. Mm-hmm. That that scene, uh, this end scene at the end of Napoleon Dynamite. It's, I, I'm a bad audience for for this because uh, I didn't like the film. Still, if you're going to show the film and if you're mm-hmm. going to go through all the credits, show the final scene. Yeah, it's a fair point. Watch one thing. Oh, noodles! I just realised I should have asked uh, asked you to uh, prepare one thing. Uh, I, I can rattle up something. <laughs> sure, noodles. If you're going to watch one thing this week on TV, what would it be? Uh, it's not actually going to be on TV. Sorry, though. Um, I'm going to go missing. You can get that from Channel BT. Ah, missing. Yes, I, I hear. I hear good things about it. I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, right. Ashley Judd does a a good good job. Ashley Judd, who uh, also also wrote a, a, a feminist article uh, recently for Slate, I believe it was. Really? Yeah. Was it something? Good? It was for something. I've got it on my uh, Insta paper. I'd be mean to read it. And apparently, people were really. She was all. She was all like, "Hey, people don't have to be skinny. Shut up." Really? That's. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Dave Lawson, if you were going to watch one thing on TV this week, what would it be? Agony Uncles. You're liking Agony yeah, Uncles. Yeah, I, I like it. I like because I remember when Adam was putting it together, uh, and you sort of try and picture it in your head, like when he sort of says it's blokes talking about relationships. I couldn't picture picture it in my head, but I really like how he's put it together and he's used all the old footage, and I really like how he narrates it, and I think it's very enjoyable. And uh, I like because it start it starts off the first one with the dating, so he's going each episode. Have you been what have you seen it? At all? I, I've seen I've seen the first the first episode. Right, so each that. one follows on to a different. Um, so where are we up to now? Is it moving in? Moving in or marriage, I think we're up to. Right. Um, oh, I see. So, so it follows all, all, all the way through. Yeah, dating, um, moving in, yep. getting married. I'm not sure if there's probably 
Maybe because maybe, maybe breaking, up, ba- breaking up, breaking up, babies is probably babies. And I think breaking up would be a really. And interesting. then there's also agony aunts, which I'm not sure if that's coming out or when that's coming up. I'm looking forward to that as well. And and Adam's producing that as, as well. Yeah, he's made made them both. That's great. So yeah, no, I I think he's done a great. What job. time's that on? Uh, it's ABC. Is it after in Gordon yeah. Street? Yeah, oh, nine thirty. Nine thirty till ten. Wednesday before nights. the movie show. Wednesday nights, nine thirty. Yeah, probably nine thirty-five. Not that it, yeah, and and it's on iView as well, so you can watch obviously it watch it there. And Woodley, I've been enjoying Woodley. Is that finished? one thing? That's over. One thing. That's Dave finished. Watson. It's finished. Finished last week. Okay, Agony Uncles. Brett Cropley, if you're going to watch one thing this week, what would it be? If it was last week, I would have said Going All the Way, which is probably on your iView. It's not uh, which last was about week. The uh, the Australian it's and US experience week. of not the th- Vietnam War. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, that slot on uh, Thursday nights isn't as good this week. So I'm going Australia on trial on ABC One on Thursday night at uh, 8.30pm. Uh, which is on what courtroom channel? drama ABC One, which mm-hmm. is courtroom drama based on uh, Australian major cases. So they had uh, Eureka last week. Uh, this week is Massacre at Mile Creek. So are they doing Ye Oldie Court or mm-hmm. Brand New Court? Ye Oldie. Ye Oldie Court. Ye Oldie with Irish accents and all that sort of stuff. Oh, and and it's a drama or is it uh, or is it like horrible reconstructions? No, no, not too much. Re- bad. It's, it's actually about glued the, on beers. The, the, case in the uh, so that the uh, witnesses during the trial and all that sort of stuff rather than reconstructing the actual events i would uh, be watching sbs one at nine thirty five on wednesday up against uh, oh, yeah. so uh, you know what are you tape, watching tape one watch the other uh, civilization is the west history uh, talking about uh, the uh, the Western world and its uh, economic rise, and particularly looking at uh, the uh, North America and how North America is so uh, so much more economically uh, strong than South America, looking at why that is and whether or not the uh, the time of the West has come to an end and uh, its place in. History that does sound interesting it's, too. So uh, I might watch. I'll tape that. Ta- tape that. Tape that, and say or, or save Agony Uncles. Or you can always watch Agony Uncles on uh, I view. I view. Or you can watch Civilization on SBS. View. Yeah, you could. Mm. You could. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. That that pretty much brings us to the end of uh, of boxes. Noodles, uh, did did you enjoy uh, did you enjoy your time? Was it was it everything you'd hoped for? Is uh, it is it like totally magic and and amazing, or is it as shit boring as I imagine it to be? No, it was fantastic. I don't feel uh, too right insulted, answer. so it was, it's all good. Did you expect to get insulted? No, or no, just your intelligence? No, he, he didn't. He didn't expect it. It just kind of happened at the start. <laughs> I don't know when you're in a room with me. That's just going to happen, Noodles. I'm sorry. That was great. Thanks for uh, letting me come on. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for coming here and, and have a safe trip back to to Perth and uh, yep. and send our love to everybody in Perth. I will. Uh, whose uh, whose lifestyle I mock so willingly and without any reason whatsoever. Now, if if I was Noodles uh, in a pork segment, I would be talking about my time with Will Wheaton, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know, maybe he's uh, maybe he's sworn to secrecy as a uh, as, as a volunteer with oh, Supernova. Okay. What's, talk about it? What stories can you bring us from Supernova? 
Um, well, I didn't really see much because I was with Will Wheaton all the time. Oh, oh name oh, dropper. You. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you've, sorry. You've missed a This is a scoop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Noodles, uh, you uh, came over from Perth... Partly for, for work, but really for Supernova. Yeah, I, uh, I managed to talk work into paying for my flights to go to Supernova and just tacked on that work thing at the end. Yeah. Genius. I know, right? Genius. That's, that's what we like to encourage uh, here, here at Box Cutters. Uh, you, uh, you volunteer for Supernova and you have for, mm-hmm. for some years. And this year you got to be Will Wheaton's PA. That's right. It was fantastic just talking to him about geeky stuff all weekend, what more could he want, really? What's your... Apart uh, from this. Uh, do, do you prefer... Oh, now, how do you feel about Big Bang Theory? Because Will, Will Wheaton is on uh, oh, is on Big Bang yeah, Theory. Yeah, one of my favourite shows. Right, yeah. so you, you disagree with Ben McKenzie. In what way? Uh, in that Ben McKenzie thinks that Big Bang Theory is terrible for geeks. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, Will sort of actually talked about a bit about that, how he thought the first half of the first season was a bit insulting, mm-hmm. but they then changed things around because I think it was around the time of the writer strike and how they sort of changed it where geeks can then laugh at themselves and right. that's really the only reason why he accepted the role in that show apart from it being a lot of fun um, is that yeah it's it's gives him a chance to be evil Will Wheaton and have a have a laugh with geeks not at geeks as a volunteer noodles do, do you know what you're going to do when you turn up to volunteer day they just they sign it to us on the day and they say, you're going to be Will Witten's PA. Yeah. And then you have to just pretend you're cool with that. And yeah. But you were... But were you shitting yourself a little bit? Did Actually, no, surprisingly not. I think I was more nervous about coming here. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, that's... I, I, well, I, I'm a lot this more is, antagonistic. Is, this, is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is on the internet forever. Yeah, true, you true. There's, there's no really real record of me and Will Wheaton. So you sit down and have lunch with him and no, all that sort of stuff? they, they go it? after the little green, green room and let them chill out with all right. the other big stars. And you're, you're, you're there just to sort of, as people come up to get their pictures signed to... Yeah, just sort of make sure they all behave themselves and not get too f- freaky for did him. You get, did you get a picture with him or an I autograph did, yourself? Yeah. You got something signed? Yeah, I got a bit of an autograph yeah. uh, photo. Photo with him that was pretty cool. Any keepsakes? Did he give you a little souvenir no. to take? No, no. Um, and, and you're saying you were mentioning before that he's got a thing with shaking, shaking hands. You like shaking hands with? Uh, he, he'll fist bump. He'll fist he, bump. He won't won't shake hands. <laughs> oh, really? He, he won't actually. He won't shake hands. Well, if if he can avoid it, he's got a a virus which means he's got a very low immune system. So if you come up to him and you got a bit of a sniffle, it may put him to bed. For a week, sort of thing. His his mother's a doctor, though, oh, so she know more about him than I do. Is, is that <laughs> redheaded woman? She's a doctor, so why doesn't she just make him better with that? And she, and she's thing. a space doctor. She's, yeah, she's she has a space, space, space screwdriver. Yeah, <laughs> screwdriver. Space, a space screwdriver. <laughs> space screwdriver. That's, That's got, good drink. It's got I, more I points than a. Who were the other options of people you could have PA'd? Oh, I don't get options. They just tell me. That's who you're doing. So who, was, who was there, there? Yeah, was there was there anyone at Supernova oh, who you wished you, you had, had instead of nah, Will Wheaton? No, nah, with this was maybe, weird hand thing. Maybe JD Fortuna. No. Sorry, every time you say Supernova, I now think of Super Pernova. Ah, <laughs> it's JD Fortune. There you go. Not JD Fortuna. Yep. There was maybe bigger guests like Summer Glau and uh, Marina. Baccarin, chick from uh, Serenity, but both both of them from from Serenity. Uh, would and you say that they were that they were bigger names than uh, 
the, well, then, they, then we'll wait. they had bigger lines. Did that? Yeah, but that's, that's because was, they've got bigger boobs. Perhaps. And that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, you know, I, I would probably... Uh, but the biggest lines of them all were for the guys who played the Weasley twins in Harry Potter. They were just... Oh, yeah. oh really? The girls just went mental for them. How old are they now? Um, I don't know. They'd be early 20s, I guess. Were, yeah. they, were they chatting people up, those... I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really oh. get to see them. Are that they much. are they considered hot redheads? Yeah, I think so. Well, so, they're, not, they're not really redhead. Well, they didn't seem to have. I saw them a couple of times. I didn't. They weren't bright red like they are in the movies. Right. So you're saying the movies lie to us? Yeah. Yes. Right. So I, I think that's. I think that might be it, though. I think lines are maybe more a uh, uh, more in tune with how attractive someone at the end of the line. Might be compared to how famous they are because I think Will Wheaton is probably more famous well, than any of those people. He was. I think they underestimated how popular he was going to be. Um, he he had a pretty much a line nonstop for the whole time he was there. Right. Um, yeah. uh, and so, so what is his day? Uh, d- does he get to go and do talks, or is he mostly just sitting at a table signing? Uh, uh, he had one panel on the Sunday, which mm-hmm. was just packed. It was the biggest room that could. It was the same room where they were having Summer Glau and Marina Background doing their things. And that, that was like us at South by Southwest. It was yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. It sounded like it on the... Yeah. On did the he run out of... Did he go through many Sharpies? Uh, two. Two Sharpies. Yeah. Two Sharpies over two days? That's pretty... That's Because Sharpies last for a long time. I know. But they go, they, one they go a bit one. blunt. They, they go a bit, bit blunt. They become blunties. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Sharpie will, go, well, Sharpie will go blunt. I'd have um, to say, he's one of the, probably one of the nicest guys you ever meet. He seriously is a really nice guy. That's he's, a pretty uh, good scoop. Yeah, he's, he's gaudy. He's, uh, you know, he turns out, it, he grows up to be Stephen King. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Very few people know that, but mm, uh, Will mm, Wheaton grows up mm, to be Stephen King. He was yeah. uh, played by Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. It's very, it's very confusing for him. But his mother's a doctor, so she can handle that. It's all those leeches. Brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode 301. I want to thank Michael Noodles Newbie for uh, for coming all the way from Perth to be our first ever donor guest. That's freaking excellent. This is fantastic. Until next week. My name is Josh Canal. Dave Lawson, not we won't be back next week. Noodles. <laughs> won't be back next week? No, sorry. Oh, and I continue to be Brett Crumpling. Thanks for listening to Boxcut. Let's catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. My name is Noodles and I donated to the Box Cutters South by Southwest Fund. This episode of Box Cutters was produced by Josh Canal with Brett Cropley, John Richards and Dave Lawson, Glenn Peters and Courtney Hocking. Brett Cropley is the audio king and Peter Wilson from Soup Giant makes our servers sing. Box Cutters thanks 3RRR whose studios we use to record this show pretty much each and every week. If you enjoyed this show, why not donate some money to keep it going? It's what I did and I don't regret it. Just go to boxcutters.net slash donate and make your choice. Also, you could rate box cutters on iTunes and make them seem more popular or just tell your friends how wonderful this show is. They're not even forcing me to say any of this. Brett, I, I, I thought Noodles was uh, was quite natural doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, and, and like to come up with that, that uh, list of credits by himself was fantastic. And it's very, very, you can uh, give him his passport back. He can go back to Perth now. They've actually seceded. Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed.
Box Cutters.